Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Real Deeds Podcast. This is Kyle with Carrington. It's all I want. <laughs> I tried capturing your singing before. And I missed it. So I'm glad that you're singing again. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, oh, what's going on here? I can hear myself. Oh, there we go. Fixed it. All right. Uh, I had Studio One doing something a little funky. Um, funky, funky, funky. So we have a very special episode for you amazing listeners, mm-hmm. uh, especially you local listeners based out of Ooh. Portsmouth, Ohio, what, representing what? Shawnee State University. Yay, yay. Um, so this episode is our Shawnee Game Conference episode, and we had a handful of people that joined us for a, a chat. Uh, about their games, about their projects, and what they do at Shawnee State University, based out of Portsmouth, Ohio. Um, how about real brief before we get into the actual um, recording there, Carrington? Yes. Why don't you give us your th- personal thoughts of the conference? Yeah. So uh, I just want to say, you know, my hat, I tip my hat off to everyone that was there and, um, for everyone getting that event together, it was a ton of fun. I, I hope that we are able, you guys, they do it again uh, for 2020 because we all had a great and fantastic time. With that said, dude, it was awesome. I loved it. Uh, we don't attend a whole lot of gaming conferences, it seems like, but we it's been happening more recently. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times we, we visit like, you know, Cincinnati, which is more of a comic book type setting with like a video game theme or kind of in there but mm-hmm. it's stuff like this i really enjoy because it's it's uh, it's focus is not only video games but also indie games which is what we do yes board games too yeah uh playing all kinds of stuff over that day um i'm accessing my memory banks because it's been two months since that happened now it's been a while yeah I, I, I apologize it's all right. We get busy and all that kind of stuff. But I just, I do remember, um, oh, what was that board game called about the dads? Oh, um, uh, you'll hear it. They, 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 yes. You, 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 you talked, you spoke with them, Kyle. It's a deck building game where you play as a, a dad and mm-hmm. you battle your neighbor and you try to bring, you try to destroy their deck. And the, there is one secret to the entire game. And you cannot figure it out unless you beat the devs, which, um, which I did. Congratulations! I did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am looking it up right now. 
but yeah, that I, I honestly that was probably my highlight of the entire conference. One of my highlights. That was so much fun playing that game. I think my highlight was getting to play. See, I can't remember the names of the games unfortunately anymore because it's been a while. But I remember meeting uh, this guy. It was me and Jordan together, and we. He was he wasn't at his booth. He was I can't remember where he said he was at the time, but it was just me and Jordan. And we just figured it out. So basically, you're this, uh, basically like a this the circle on a board, and the goal is to basically kill yourself. But to do that, you have to like go to like these black holes and gather up this energy and make yourself bigger until you pop, basically, mm-hmm. and you. You're trying to prevent the other player from doing the same thing. So you can, you know, bump them out the way. You you each shape has its own abilities and things like that. So it was a lot of fun to pick that game. As simple as it was, it was a ton of fun. I believe that you guys discussed this. Yes. And yes, while we you were discussing it, you came across forgetting the name before also. I yeah. I apologize because, like we said, it's been a couple months. I think um, I walked by that booth, but I did not see. Um, And then that uh, developer, he introduced me to another developer, and she was an artist for a game, and which you will hear shortly as well, and which was a ton of fun. Marissa Hug? Yes, thank you. Uh, You remember her name, but not the other guys. Um. I, uh, you didn't meet him though. I met him. You didn't. Right. Yeah, I did not. I met uh, everyone that came to our table to chat with us. I met all of them, which we had, like I said, a handful of people, which included her and uh, uh, included Dalton as well. Dalton. Yeah, that's his name. Thank you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I met him. Yeah, you did meet him. Uh, it's it's just trying to just go back and grab stuff from a couple months ago. It's just like, oh gosh, I I know stuff happened there. Right. Um, and he's running um his Discord Light Mask Gaming. Yes, I'm still in there. Right. I think yes, yes, I'm still in there. And um, which he does promote. So if you want to join, just let us know. We can we can hook you up because uh, that was a lot of fun to to talk about. Um, light mass gaming in general, what what he's doing and right. his ideas and what he's trying to do with uh, with his Discord. Right. Uh, the board game is called Deck Assembly Divi- Division, aka Dad. Dad. Yes, I knew it was Dad. I just couldn't remember what the acronym was. Yes. So uh, it was it was a great convention, conference, conference convention. It was. Uh, so I got there before you. Yeah, and I was I, running late that day. And hats off to Travis. I somehow ran into him as soon as I walked into the door, which was very fortunate because there's a lot of people there. And so he walked me to where the the conference was being held. It was the the basketball gym there at the university. And I walk in and it's just amazing. They have like they have four rows of booths set up on the floor. And then there's a stage where uh, the giant projector is because during the entire conference, they're also hosting comps. So Overwatch, Rocket League, uh, League of Legends, and I think there was one more, uh, uh, Smash, um, 
journey that they were doing throughout the day, which was just incredible to watch um, while we were there. Yeah, so. and I was hoping, you know, maybe we could just join, you know, because that <laughs> we're that good at everything we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, we could have wrecked house, man. We could have. My, okay. my soccer skills are incredible, man. They are incredible. <laughs> let's next time. Let's show them how it's done, son. Yeah. So, uh, any last words before we get into this? Uh, I, the only thing I can say is enjoy. Uh, we apologize for it taking a, a you know a little while, um, but stay tuned for some great interviews. Uh, check out everyone's games that you're about to listen to. Don't just listen to what we and what they have to say. Actually check out their games because they are worth checking out. I can say from firsthand experience, um, there were a lot more projects out there um, that we did play and experience and talk with devs about. Unfortunately, they didn't want to come on. So definitely uh, pay attention to everyone that everyone's saying because we we loved being able to talk with people whether they were on the show or not. Um, that's all I got. Okay. And without further ado, before I jump into this, I just want to thank Travis Lynn for contacting us and letting us know about the event and inviting us. Uh, thank you to Shawnee State University for having us. And uh, yeah, that's it. Enjoy this episode. Hey, listen. Hey, 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 it's Carrington with Real Dudes Podcast, and I'm here at Shawnee states game conference and i've got someone i just met you know why don't you introduce yourself so uh my name is dalton fox um i'm a uh, recent graduate from shawnee and uh congratulations a, yeah thank you yeah and i was a, a game development major uh, on the programming side um so now i do uh software for boeing research and technology and uh, i'm here at the conference to uh show off my game and show off my studio and uh, yeah, just meet some cool people. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we were uh, Jordan and I were playing your game. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit about it? Because we were able to pick it up. It took us a little bit to get used to it, but once we got the hang of it, we were like, "This is a lot of fun." Yeah. So, so the game's called Beyond Critical, and uh, Beyond Critical is a sci-fi uh, themed um, space game where you're the, the player's like a black hole, and you fight over this supermassive black hole in the center. But the the game was originally a game jam and the game was done in 48 hours uh, and the theme of the game jam was the player wants to kill himself and so that was kind of like a bizarre and like edgy theme um, and so we wanted to abstract that uh, and kind of change it to be more approachable mm-hmm. I guess and so we came up with this idea that uh, we like space stuff so like all right well how can we do this and we thought of Agario and Geometry Wars as kind of inspiration and we decided that the player was going to be a black hole and they would just expand until they pop, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was kind of the idea behind it. I will say, because when we were first starting to play it, and we were like, well, maybe it's kind of like hockey where you have to knock each other off to the side. We're like, that didn't work. So yeah. like, I was like, I wonder what will happen if I just sit here and just grow. And then yeah. as soon as I popped, I'm like, oh, that's, that's how you score. That's right, right. Cool. And so, like, like when people play it, you're, you know, the traditional game is like a first-person shooter. You you just shoot people and they die or, or whatever. Right. And so it's, it's opposite of that, where instead of shooting the other player and damaging them, you push them away. And that's kind of where you, you fight for that center point and you struggle for it. 
Um, and I think a lot of players, they pick it up, I show them the controls, and they're like, eh, and they're a little confused, and they don't, and as soon as they pop for the first time and they get it, it just, it, it's, it's crazy, it's, it's unanimous, like it, it, it just clicks all of a sudden, and then people just start going at it, and they get, they get heated. We've had, I had a, um, a dad and his kid play, and the dad was horrible at games, but he, for some reason, found a, he was pretty good at that game. And so, and then the kid got better, and then the dad got better, and they kept coming back and just fighting it out. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a party game, so it's two to four player. Um, and so you could just sit on the couch with a bunch of controllers and just duke it out. That is, that is awesome. Now, you said it was a game game, it took 48 hours. Now, mm -hmm. obviously the game we played took more than 48 hours. So mm -hmm. how long did it take you after that game jam to improve on it and get it to where it is now? Yeah, so, so the original game, because it was a game jam, you, you start with an idea, a theme, it has to be done in 48 hours. And um, it really pushes you, it gives you an actual deadline. So it pushes mm -hmm. you to get what you can done in that time. Right. Um, where exactly like you said, it, it takes a lot longer for the other game when you take it uh, and try to create something real out of it. Um, and so I spent, it, I spent about six months to finish 90% of the game, um, what, you play, what you played. Mm -hmm. And the last 10% of the game took 16, 12, 16 months I've been spending just getting you know social media marketing fin making the game accessible mm -hmm. um, to work on different machines uh, at one point the game only worked on ultra wide monitors because that's what I had at the time <laughs> gotcha and so that's what I showed and that's you know I, I worked on it so you see that and that's all you saw um, but it definitely takes a lot more time to get a released game um, you know you hear these big studios it takes three two three four years to finish these triple-a titles right and that's they'll finish 90% of the game in a year or two and then they'll spend the rest of the time optimizing and making it accessible feature creep is a huge thing mm -hmm. and so yeah it's 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 massive so you're telling me that you're hoping for a December release so what's preventing you from adding wanting to add more features to the game when you're we're about a month away now yeah so um, one of the big things is like I was saying feature creep where you just you get cool ideas from games like the, you know conferences and people come out mm -hmm. and you just want to keep adding more and more and if you just keep adding more and more then like you'll never get it done right and so I had to come up with a cutoff uh, and I just kind of picked December because that's what was working for me mm -hmm. um, actually so the game was going to release last year for ECGC in April, and I got the the my business. I started my business. I got the uh, Steam license. I put up all the marketing stuff, and I was ready to sell the game the next day at the conference. Uh, I didn't sleep like twenty. I was up for like twenty hours, and uh, I took a two-hour nap, and then we had a six-hour drive, and so oh I was like, I can't wait to sell the game. I got the Steam page up. I checked my email the next morning and I guess they do a review and they said, please wait five to 10 business days before your store page is up. Aww. And then that build actually got rejected. And so I was like, all right, um, I need to add, you know, I might as well take this time, add more features. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually you just, you gotta have like a cutoff, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Now, when the game actually releases, are you going to add more to it or are you gonna be like, I'm done, this is for the world to experience and you know, I'm on to the next thing, basically. Yeah, so so for me, I'd really like to add features to it. Um, I've got like a version 2.0 planned, mm -hmm. um, but if the game like maybe doesn't do well or something like that, um, then I've already sunk so much money and time into it that I've right. got these other big dream projects that I want to work on. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So you know, if I can build a community around the game and and like 
the idea behind it and the you know the future projects, then yeah, I'd really love to add features to it. But uh, it's been a long time coming, man. I feel you. So you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to get it out there. Now you live the where you work now. Do do, do, you, do your uh, your workmates know about the game? Are they excited? Have they played it? Yeah. So um, Boeing typically has like an older group, like workforce. Yeah. Um, so not very many of them are gamers. <laughs> um, but I have ran into a few people that think it's pretty cool. So okay. like it's like software. Um, like it's it's pretty unique to have a gaming background in software mm -hmm. at least right now because it's so fresh. Right. So yeah, there it's. It's, it's hard to find um, people at work, so that's why I like to come to conferences and stuff. You know, I understand that. You know, I find like, even though we're like, you, you probably work with fellow nerds and stuff right, like that. Right, right. But they're not I, the same kind of nerds. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, and they're not yeah. gamers. And it's just so weird. It's yeah. like, I work in the IT field. Like, I don't have fellow gamers. I can just chill. And yeah, you just chill with, with yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, like, it's so weird because you, you'd think that someone who also does IT or does programming and that sort of thing, they'd be down for games. Exactly. But then you find out that like the real world for some reason is weird and doesn't <laughs> yeah. work like that. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's, and in, I mean, what you guys do, podcasts, yeah. it's, I feel like people for a long time didn't believe in the idea of podcasts or audio media and all of a sudden everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Yep. It's and it's, so it's weird. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's really wild. Now... I do want to talk about the Discord channel you got going on because uh, you're telling me about it because I really like the idea. Can you talk about your Discord channel that you have uh, yeah. set up at the moment? Yeah, so so I started Lightmass Games, uh, which is my company, as like a platform to release my games. Um, and I joined another development community um, called uh, Procedural Worlds. And they've got this Discord that's for their like assets for Unity. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just a really cool community where people were sharing their work and their games and just getting help from each other. And I want to recreate that. So I don't want to have a, I don't want people to follow my social media just to see my stuff. I want it to be like, like we can grow the pie and eat it too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm trying to get this discord together where we can get, you know, developers, artists, you know, people who do media. So like podcasts, marketing, um, just a big group of people that are you know, when you're on Discord, you've got like your gamer username, right? Right. And so you, you just go for games. But I think it's a really good emerging platform for, you know, sharing betas and sharing like images and getting feedback from like like-minded people. So yeah, yeah that's kind of what, what I'm shooting for. Yeah, I really like that idea because you made up a good point how, you know, we have our own Discord channel, but we use it to promote the podcast mm -hmm. and interact with, you know, fans and past guests and things like that. Yeah. But if I wanted to listen to another podcast, I would go to their Discord channel so that right. they so could talk about it's it. It's fragmented, right? Right. And so if you can get everyone together in one, I feel like a lot of people want their own thing because of like IP protection. Like you, right. you want it to be yours, you want it to be separate. And so the Discord does have my stuff on it, but I want it to be a place where other people can put their stuff too. So, and that's a good opportunity for everyone, right? So yeah. I grows my audience to share my games too and then I get feedback, right? And then it gives other people a chance to share their games to my audience. So, and it, it's not, it's supposed to be really general. So once the game releases in December, mm -hmm. I'd really, I'm gonna go like part-time on just growing a community. There I've never go. done that before. So, you Should know, fun, I, I'm right? gonna, I mean, the, the Discord link on the website's broken right now. So yeah. I'm, off, I'm <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> hey, we all gotta start somewhere. Right, Tri right. Uh, trials and uh, tribulation, yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Dalton, it was nice to meet you. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome meeting you guys, too. I said it right, Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. Okay, yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> just making sure. It was nice to meet you, Dalton, and uh, I look forward to playing uh, 
beyond critical. Yeah, and uh, shameless plug, uh, playcritical.com. Yes. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Anything? Yeah, so, so if, if you're listening to this, you're a developer of any kind, um, go to lightmassgaming.com and uh, join our Discord. I think the link's broken at the time of recording this, um, but hopefully it'll be fixed sometime soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but thank you guys. No problem. Thank you. All right, so guys, tell me about yourselves. Let's, I met, I was at your table just a little bit ago, so you can introduce. All right, I'll go first. My name is Henry Gresham. I, uh, it's basically the, I guess, director of the project of our game. And I'm Alex Barker. I help him out for the most part for the entire bit of creating it. We okay. ended up making the game for a class project. So what exactly is this game? Our game is called Deck Assembly Division. It's a, a turn-based strategy game where you build decks. It's a deck building game, like Magic <laughs> Gathering, Hearthstone, except there's uh, no cards, <laughs> and there's wood, tools, and you're a dad. Yep. Okay. You are building a deck in your backyard. So it's a literal deck building game. That it is. Yes. Now what's the twist to it? So basically, the appliances that you place on your deck when you're building, you use to attack the other dad. Okay. There's a few different types. Yes. Things you can use. Uh, you can, you know, have a, you have a variety of different things to use between the lawn chair to just boost your movement speed and the grill to light the other dad's deck on fire. Which I like. Uh, the whole goal of the game is to reduce the other dad's health to zero and with all these different appliances, different appliances, you can acquire this goal. You can achieve your uh, dream of becoming the best dad on the block just through different and various gameplay styles. Uh, through the optimization of your deck as you see fit during the building phase. Okay. Um, so I got the chance to play it once. I played against you, Alex. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, your layout and the board itself is genius. It's different from kind of anything that you normally see out of a board game. Uh, you use actual wood chips. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the board, because we had to build this for or we decided to build this for a class project because the final for a class was to build a board game. And I'm like, oh, I've had this idea. Let's go ahead and do this now. And so I actually went to Home Depot, and for the board itself, I bought a couple square feet of, like, fake turf mm -hmm. that we put all the pieces on. Uh, we got some string to represent the grid. And for the pieces themselves, I bought a bunch of wood, and I hand-sawed all these <laughs> little square-inch cubes. Very sand. It took yeah. forever. Yeah. It wasn't even a good saw. It was like... A $10 handsaw from Walmart. <laughs> it got the job done. It took I mean, hours. I kind of yeah. sat there and watched him for a couple uh, minutes of it at one point. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for not helping <laughs> any more than I did, but I was also busy on a project and it is yeah. Henry's child. Okay. So. I gotta say, um, it's just, I appreciate the humor in the game. There's there's some funny stuff that, that's in it. Um, it's definitely original. Um, when you said deck building game, I immediately thought of Magic the Gathering right, of or something like that, but it is literally about a deck, about your deck, and then obviously battling the neighbor. Um, I'm going to just plug this. I won my first game, so you I'm did. sorry. I just, you got you to know, learn I just I learned the secret that I cannot tell anybody. I've Absolutely. sworn secrecy to it. There's secret one rule. secret rule that you can only learn if you beat a developer in the game. They will tell you the fully legal secret move. It's a rule. It's allowed. Those who know, know. Those who know, can't talk about it. Unless they know. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, so is it your first time showcasing it? Uh, absolutely. This is like... Uh, so last year, I came to this the game design contest with my friend, Chris. But So for the game, you're supposed to have a game, and you're, so, well, you're supposed to present it, mm -hmm. right? 
They didn't tell us that last year. They told us, oh, you just have an idea. So me and my friend Chris, we came up with the idea for a game called Little Timulator, which is a game where you play as little Timmy who's fallen down the well. It's a VR game where you climb out. Mm -hmm. We didn't know how to make a VR game. We were freshmen <laughs> in college. But, uh, and we had our, we ordered stuff on Amazon. We had a PowerPoint. We lost the file for the PowerPoint. None of our stuff came in. So for the eight hours that we were at this last year, that is loud. That is really loud. But uh, for the eight hours that we were at the conference last year, we were just doing an improv puppet show, describing the plot of the game, because that's all we had, little props for yeah. the characters. So it was literally eight hours long of I just- I mean, that's, that's, that's getting really creative. And I apologize to the listeners, we are doing this live and they're getting ready to do what, another uh, uh, Overwatch? Or they just finished Overwatch. League of Legends is League coming Legends. out now. Right. I just finished casting the Overwatch one in. As one of the tables sitting across from you last year, it was very entertaining to see every different rendition of the puppet yeah. show. It changed every time. Really? Yes. It okay. Did. Every time. Very nice. Very nice. But, uh, this, though, has had a much better turnout, and we've have been having a lot of fun presenting it to people, and we've had like 99% positive reactions. There's one person so far who has said, hey, I don't like strategy games, and that is the only complaint they had. Did he try it out? Oh no, okay. she, she didn't feel like playing. Right, well, She's like, I'm you know, not well, strategy like, That's That's true. for everybody, yeah. you know? But I, I've games. been paying attention. Uh, you guys seem like you have people there just about the whole time. And people have been play. coming back, wanting to build their own decks, try again, yeah. do different yeah. things. We currently do have it set up for, you know, people who want to come and do a quick game. But, you know, when traffic slows down and less people are on the convention floor, if people come back and they're like, yeah, I want to try my own build, or I want to see if I can figure out how to beat you my own way, yeah. that's perfectly I've actually valuable. considered putting a time limit on how long people can be there. And I like, I feel like that's like bragging, but like, I have like, people are staying a bit too long playing. So. So I was gonna say, you know, with you having all those people there and you were talking about putting a time limit, um, the time that I spent there, I'm guessing was the quick play setup kind of, you had everything yes. ready to roll. And it took probably about maybe 15 minutes of 15, playing time. About, yeah, about yeah. So if you're if you're building your own deck and you're starting fresh, I mean, how long do you expect a game to last? Well, for the building phase at least, we have seen an average of about 15 minutes uh, for people who are just figuring it out with you know having somebody else there to explain it to them. Um, which is also why we're trying to move to digital. We're trying to acquire a bit of, bit of a. Uh, you know, base for getting right. more into the project and putting this out somewhere. The digital platform would allow us to streamline the rules and have auto checks and, you know, have all that set up. The computer would be like, hey, that's not allowed, or hey, that's allowed. And yeah. it would make the building so much faster because you're not going to sit there not only thinking about how you're going to do this, but if you even can. Yeah. Having to eliminate one of those thought processes just shaves it down immensely. And in my, I'm guessing here, but I would say that it would take about five minutes to do a building phase at the most for people who know what they, you know, know don't have to think about what's legal and what's not. Right. They can just be like, I want to do, do this. this. What's and up the, to the code? Right. Would say, yes, you can do this. And they'd be like, cool, let's go and play. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool. Do you have any part of the digital? We a have very, a very, very basic demo okay. type. In which you have a 7x7 seven seven grid, like the game, right. and you click on squares and they change colors. Okay. It's very early on. Okay. Well, I got I got a picture of the game. Um, I want I want listeners and people that follow us to check it out because, it's, like I said, it's super original and I really like, you know, the design of it. Um, is there a date that you guys 
have as a goal to release? Right now, it's still like just kind of just all of that's really early on. Okay. We don't we'd know get past much. Past this conference, and then we'd know more. It's the next thing. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like one, thing one step right at a now. time. We're well, taking baby steps, but we will get there. Well, daddy steps, I guess. Daddy steps, yes. Yeah. Very nice. We will get there. Uh, we do want this to end up being a thing one way or another. Yeah, I feel we like we have several plans to eventually roll it out. I feel like it's important to mention we're talking about where it's going in the future, where this came from, because it's a really dumb story. I'll tell it. I want to hear it. So it was 3 a.m., you know. Yeah. At 3 a.m. things were happening. I was on my phone in my bed, and I was just, like, scrolling through uh, kickstart.com to see what are people making these days. I'm kind of curious. And so I look, and I see... Uh, I don't remember what the game was called, but it was a roguelike deck-building RPG. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, you hear that and you think, oh, it's a card game. It's like an action card game. Okay, that could be something fun. But me, being awake at 3 a.m., didn't register, oh, cars. I'm like, how do you make a game out of building a deck? How? Oh, I'm dumb. But now I get to claim the idea as my own. Yeah. That's mine now. Yeah. And so I, I text this guy, text Alex at... 3 a.m., I yeah. get a message, and it says, hey, remind me in the morning. And I'm like, all right, then I went what to do you sleep. want me to remind me about? He goes to sleep. I hear nothing. It's complete radio silence for eight hours. And then I get a text back. You know, I just barely wake up. I get a text. I'm like, it says, thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> what does this mean? What did I remind you about? I didn't remind you. What are you talking about? So eventually, we meet back up, and he tells me about it. And he finally explains the whole deck building thing and how he thought of it at 3 a.m. and how he just kind of needed a bookmark. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, my t- uh, chat with him has actually just been a bookmark for his ideas. Like, I'll just, just see him like, something good to Beetle Boys. On. Yeah, that's... I don't know. It's weird where you could be putting... I think late at night, your brain works in weird ways of, like... Oh, absolutely. Not really comprehending stuff, and then that's where ideas come from. Like, that is... Your little know. disconnect from the world, yeah. and you're kind of like... Yo, that would be really cool. And then you pursue that, and then yeah. you do it. Then and you wake like, up, and it's either the dumbest thing you've ever thought of, why did I ever think that was good, or, wow, I'm a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, why can't I be 3 a.m. me more often? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is great, guys. So where can, where can listeners, um, I guess, check out your game or check out the progress of the game? Is there any anywhere socially that they can... We just made a Twitter page. Like, there's not even a profile picture yet. Okay. The only post is a link to Google Forms for people at the convention to give feedback to. Okay. But it is currently at Assembly Deck. Okay. Very cool. And uh, let me just make sure that's correct because I'm not I think even. It is, yeah. Is it okay? Uh, Again, literally just made it. Because I just followed it whenever you'd mention it to me. The plan should be to, as progress comes along, we'll upload more information about the game there. Uh, eventually we'll be able to upload just actual sort of, I don't know, infographics maybe? Mm-hmm. Of small little tidbits of the game okay. for people to look at and just kind of monitor. And the closer we get to an actual release is the closer we get to an actual release, though I can't say it'll be any time in the near future since we are just You're starting it out. starting phase, yeah. yeah. Add assembly deck. Um, right. Kickstarter in the future, possibly? You talking that, that about it? That is very much a possibility. Okay. Yes. I'm be looking into. We have, even if we don't win this current contest we're here for right now, we have a couple backup plans that we're looking towards okay. to help us get this thing funded. So we have a couple pretty solid leads so far onto things that might help us. But if all else fails, we're going to go to Kickstarter. Yeah. And if not, it's just going to be a thing we'll work on over time if we get absolutely like no money at all to build this yeah. let's like slowly do it with our own i awesome. think aside from funding our only obstacle is the fact that we're college students and we're only going to get busier from here on out mm-hmm. with our yeah. classes so it'll definitely just be a project that we can't 
devote all of our attention right. to until later uh, during breaks like summer break uh, winter break we'd be able to kind of work on it then and do more development mm -hmm. but it's mostly going to be something that's going to be post-college or if we ever get a chance to work on it for another game conference or a class project again okay. we could definitely pour more into that while also tackling our studies uh, that would be a huge boost for actually working yeah which that's, I mean that's inspiring you know because you guys have busy schedules with school and to be able to, to put some time and some dedication into your project like I don't know, it's just, it's really cool to see, really cool. Thank you very much, I do appreciate that. Well, we'll uh, maybe we'll be able to uh, get in touch with you guys in the future once development Absolutely. keeps going on. And, Absolutely. Uh, if, if there are any board game uh, fans out there, uh, make sure to check out Assembly Deck on Twitter, and hopefully we'll talk to you guys in the future. All right, will do. Just remember, uh, you're a dad. Woogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Hey, man, thank you. Hey, 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 it's Carrington once again. I have here another fantastic guest, Marissa, right? Yes. All right, Marissa. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Fantastic and excited because I got to play Bombfest, which is oh the game gosh. you worked on. Yes, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I had a fantastic time. Fantastic time with it. Now, if you let, tell me, let me know. What is Bombfest? Explain it to me. So Bombfest is a silly little party game. Party game. Ooh. <laughs> I can't talk either. <laughs> I know, right? So imagine sumo wrestling with explosives. You pick up bombs, you throw them at each other, and try to be the last player standing to get more points. Yeah, and I can, as simple as it was, I could not find myself to get away from it because Jordan and I were playing it for a good probably 30 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, it's just like there's so many bombs, so many different mm -hmm. levels to experience, and like even when you go through them, it's a different experience every time. Like, yeah, and the, the, so before I get into it, what did you do on the game? So I'm the art director. Yes. Yes, my development partner, Zach, who couldn't be here, unfortunately, this womp weekend. Womp. I know. <laughs> he did the programming and design, so it's just the two of us on it. Very nice, because I, I, I did want to say how much I love the art design and the, like the direction things went. Oh. And the maps, I loved, especially the one that was like the little town. I'm like, that yes. the hit home one to me. I'm like, yes, yes. this Who's, is great. What 90s kid didn't have one of those like play mats with yes. like, you know, the cars going across it and whatnot? Yes, yes. all about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was great. I loved that a lot. So how did you guys come up with the game itself? Like, how did that start? What were like your guys' humble beginnings? Oh, goodness. So <laughs> Zach actually started with a small demo of the project where it was just some characters there was like some bombs thrown in there, mm -hmm. nowhere near as many as there are now. <laughs> and basically the simple, just you pick up the bombs, you throw mm -hmm. it at each other. He showcased at GDEX in Columbus, yes. and that's where I met him. Nice. Yeah, and then he's just like, I, this art thing, I'm not sure if I can really do this, could you help me out with that? So from there, we just started working together, mm -hmm. and we kind of just bounced away to create something really silly, chaotic, like playful. That is quite impressive. So what's it like for you as an artist to see you guys or see you guys work together and have this thing you guys had together and to have this project actually have a release? What is that like for you from an artistic? It feels very surreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I graduated college only two years ago. Oh, so nice. it's been a really like crazy journey just mm -hmm. from like we have this cute little game. We really like it. We got greenlit on Steam. And so we were just like, ah, oh, yeah, we're going to make something really cool together. And then eventually we ended up having a publisher reach out to us about nice. the project. So they were able to like help us out, navigate mm -hmm. through Kickstarter. And then here we are now, released on all consoles. And you can actually play it on a Switch. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Yeah, how was it like trying to get it released on all those consoles all at once for you and Zach to... It was a lot. I'd yeah. say for like the art side, mm -hmm. things are a little bit more simple. Yeah. It's just like, as long as everything's optimized, we're good to go. Um, I can't speak too much in detail on his part. Right. But I do know that he had a much tougher time than I did. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Every system's different. Yeah. So, from the... When you're choosing your character, you had all these different characters you could choose from and designs. Yeah. So... A lot of them had like nerdy references and things like that. Did you got you yes. and Zach come up with that together, or was that all you? Or uh, a little happen? bit of both of us, okay. especially for the hats. I mm -hmm. kind of like ran away with that. Okay. I'm just like, what are our favorite things from like the '90s or mm -hmm. our childhood that really like stuck out to us? So it's just really fun and silly. Yeah, I because uh, when I noticed, I think there was like a Mandalorian helmet, like from Star Wars, and then. Bob Ross's afro, just some yeah. of the things I'm like, oh, this is great, I love this. Simple, like, iconic things yeah. that we kind of put our own little spoof and spin on. Yeah, I, I, I was very impressed by all that, so hats off to you and Zach, because that was, <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> it's like, I got that pun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, are you uh, are you guys working on any projects up and coming, or is this <laughs> your guys' baby right now, and that's it right now? Yeah, we haven't even been released for a year. Yeah, so okay. right now we've been doing some DLC mm -hmm. and, like, making new levels, new hats, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, we have not talked about any future projects currently, okay. but I'm sure that's totally still on the table. All right, fair enough. And we're, I know you said all consoles, but, like, we're... What? Define all consoles for everyone that's listening. Yeah, at least. for sure. So we're out on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC on Steam. Okay, very nice. And uh, where can we like find the game or you guys like social media and things like that? Your guys' yeah, websites. Yeah, uh, playbombfest.com leads to all the links to all of our games and all of our other social media. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on like. We're on everything. Everything. <laughs> yes. Very nice. Thank you, Marissa, for coming over here because yeah. you have a crazy, awesome, busy booth, and yeah. I'm glad you're able to just take you away for just a couple minutes. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. Anytime. Hey, uh, my name is Paul Haas. Uh, I'm the developer of a new uh, uh, NES, home, NES homebrew game called The Tower of Turmoil. Mm -hmm. It was created using uh, new software a, a new home NES homebrew uh, uh, developer software called Nestmaker. Okay. And how long was uh, the Tower of Turmoil in development? Um, I started development around, um, I believe, August or September of last year. Uh, they, I was like doing so, a little bit of pre-production, like planning mm -hmm. stuff before before that, but the actual development started then. And it lasted about three months. Okay. I first had a playable build like. Uh, available to the public uh, uh, that November 2018, okay. and I just did a couple uh, other updates, like bug fixes and, and such, and the latest one was uh, March of this year. Okay. So I, I had a chance to sit down and play it. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, Thank uh, you. It's a great throwback. I, I For me personally, and I don't know if other people have told you this, I've got I got like Mega Man vibes for how the controls were. Yeah, like a, a lot of this game was definitely insp inspired by uh, games like Mega Man, Zelda Two, uh, classics of that, uh, a lot of classics of that era. Okay, all right, and it's challenging. It yeah. was uh, it, I don't know if I felt more pressure because you were sitting there watching me play. And it's like <laughs> oh no, the dude that made it is watching me, um, but it, it presents a good challenge, and yeah, even I, though. It was difficult. I felt a drive to keep playing it. Like it just—it had that—it had that click. It had that that thing that just wanted you to keep going. Yeah, like I definitely wanted to make it 
a bit beginner friendly at the beginning, you know, slowly into slowly get you uh, used to the controls if you've never played an NES game before. Right. Because I'm I'm sure I'm sure like a lot of a lot of people he, here probably ha like haven't played like on any NES games or just played on an actual NES in general. Um, but I definitely wanted to like slowly like ramp up the difficulty, introducing new mechanics slowly, like each each uh, level or floor of the game like introduces a new mechanic that stacks on top of the other, slowly gets you used to it, and by the end of the game it, it, it expects you to like master the, right. those mechanics and to provide, I believe, a fun and reasonable challenge. And I gotta say, I really appreciate your, your way of doing a tutorial. There's no text base for the tutorial, it's just kind of in the background of the level, it shows you different buttons to press as you're yeah. going through <laughs> from screen to screen. Um, what was what was your inspiration for doing that? I mean, was there something a reason why you wanted it that okay, way? Okay, so a lot of a lot of uh, net, a lot of Nest Maker games, at least in, in the in the early era of Nest Maker games, because uh, this game was built on an earlier version of the software than there is released right now. Um, but a lot of those ga games really like were a lot or like text heavy on mm -hmm. the on the on how to do like the controls and such, and even. You can even cite like a lot of ga a lot of games uh, today, or even here that just dump that just dump a bunch of text dialogue, and I just didn't want to like uh, fall into that trap. So, uh, like, I, my game is honest is honestly like, just a pretty like simple like room to room yeah. action platformer. Yeah. So it doesn't really need a whole lot of a whole lot of explanation. All you need, and I just wanted to give like a, a bit of subtle a bit of a bit more subtlety to how the control how the controls uh, yeah. go. It like just doesn't tell you like it doesn't tell you like uh, um, it doesn't like one of the moves in the game that is a little less obvious mm -hmm. is like the down is the like down the down slash. stab yeah uh, like instead of just just telling you down like do like put a plus, mm. uh, plus down to downside on this slime. It just, it just puts you in that room and you have to figure, figure out for, it out your yourself, yeah. for, for yourself. It tries to put a little bit of, a little bit uh, of intuition. Yeah. Try, yeah. So, yeah. And and your game has like the whole shebang. When, the thing that drew me to to your uh, table was the box that you have. Yeah. I, it, I I got the I got the well the artwork for this box. Uh, I had a friend of mine. I do it. Uh, like she, he's a pretty talented artist. Um, and like the box materials themselves, I, I got them from from uh, like Frank Westfall, who's a guy, who's a guy in the like the Nest I've seen who provides a lot of uh, uh, the materials, so like box and materials and such, for uh, other NES homebrews okay. out there. Very cool, man. I, like I said, it's it's awesome. If if people want to check out the Tower of Turmoil. Um, is there anywhere on social media that they can find you and, and just kind of touch base yeah. with your projects? Yeah. Uh, well, you, you can find find me on uh, on YouTube and SoundCloud. My my uh, username on there is Cutter Cross, and you can also uh, find me on Twitter with at Cross underscore Cutter. Okay. Very awesome. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, one last thing. Is this game out of development? Can people play it now, or is there uh, a time that you think it'll be released for people to play it? It's the version. The current version of this is already available to play on the Nestmaker forums, nestmakers.com. Okay. And you can just down you can download the ROM there for free, and you can play it in like any emulator uh, that supports Mapper 30, like FCUX and Messin are the are the one are the ones that's most recommended. You can and if you have like a Power Pack or EverDrive to play on your actual console, if you download like a Mapper 30 patch uh, for your 
before your like power packer ever drive, you can play it on there as well. Awesome. Thank you very much, and uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your time at, at uh, the Shawnee Game Conference. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Love it, love it. Howdy, I'm Jamie Lewis. Uh, well, my full name is James Thomas Lewis II, but you can call me Jamie. Nah, James Thomas Lewis II. <laughs> Every time, no. but, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky, uh, and I'm working on a mobile game called Three Kids in a Trench Coat, where you're three kids in a trench coat run around, causing mischief, jump in to avoid things and collect things. Uh, it's, a, it's a good time. So, three kids in a trench coat, kind of like portraying as an adult that's just kind of getting into a bunch of stuff. Like, uh, I think of like the Little Rascals or something. Yeah, okay. yeah, that, that was actually the exact thought that I was first thinking about. I was remembering that scene from, my sister and I used to watch that show, uh, or that movie, mm -hmm. when we go on road trips and stuff on like the VCR in the yeah. back of the car. Yeah, the back of the car, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like thinking about that, and I was like, ah, oh, what would be a fun game about that? And I was like, well, it'd be fun if they could all jump and like those jumps were causal. So like bottom kid jumps, they all three jump, middle kid jumps, top two kids jump, top kid jumps, top kid jumps. Okay, so is it a, like a platformer type or? Uh, yes, the genre I have uh, created for it is a turn-based platformer. Interesting, how does that work? <laughs> so it's, um, you take a jump and it like moves you forward. Okay. Uh, and then you take another jump and it moves you forward again or you choose not to jump and you move forward. Um, and so uh, there's like a rewards and like hazards grid system that's you're constantly like trying to weave through. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, because of that turn-based nature of it, you have um, time to think okay. about like what you're what doing. What you're gonna do next. Yeah, so I tried to do it real time and it just didn't work out at all. It, is this uh, your first project that you worked on for a game or? Uh, yeah, first thing I'm planning on releasing. Okay. So, um, I've done a game jam. I've done a couple of like tabletop prototypes. Okay. Um, but this was the first idea that I was like, "Oh, I can do this. I want to do this." Very cool. Yeah. Do you have a scheduled release date for it? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping uh, at the end of 2020. Okay. So I have a that day job, you, and yeah. I'm, oh. I'm trying to. I completely understand yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool. But. So aside from developing games, I think the thing that connected us here was the fact that you yeah. said that you have a podcast as well. Yes, I also have a podcast. So I love making things, mm -hmm. and um, I, uh, I'm married to a wonderful woman named Carly Bonner. Okay. Or I guess she's Carly Lewis now. <laughs> uh, and we were wanting to do something that we could make something together, and a podcast was a great idea. Or we thought that was a good yeah. idea. So. Uh, we have a podcast called Cats, the Musical, the Movie, the Podcast. I love it. Um, where week, uh, it was week by week, um, mm. but uh, we act out a scene of what we think that Cats, the Musical is because neither of us have seen it. So, okay. uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time. I'm, uh, I try to sing songs. <laughs> um, it doesn't always work out. They're like 15 minute episodes. Yeah, so. that's perfect. Uh, and I, I've never seen Cats either, so... I'm right in that boat, so I would like to check out your podcast. Yeah, um, let us taint your perspective of it. <laughs> where where can people find this podcast? Yes, uh, you can find it. You can either go to our URL, catspodcast.com, oh, cool. uh, and link out from there, or you can find us on anchor.fm uh, slash uh, catspodcast, or you can find us on Spotify or Any iTunes, all the 
all the normal channels. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. It was a pleasure meeting you. How's your time been here at the uh, Shawnee Game Conference? Uh, it's been it's been great. Uh, I drove up here this morning and got to go to a couple of few cool sessions. Mm -hmm. Been walking around the the floor and it's been really awesome, really great. That's cool. It's a pleasure meeting you. Any last plugs you want to give? Anything uh, else? No, I appreciate the opportunity <laughs> yeah. to plug stuff. Thank Sweet. you so much. It's a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, absolutely. You too. Yeah. Hey, 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 it's Carrington here with Jordan. Hey, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> a, little, a little different. We're I'm a Chinese knockoff. We're, uh, <laughs> Even though I'm super American, you're, you're, you're white. German and Finnish. Ooh, German. Yeah, German of descent and Finnish of descent. Yeah, I did not know. That's that. where the Thai curry name comes from. Actually, it's okay. uh, Finnish. Oh, Finnish for the magician. Are you a magician? I'm a magician. I was I was practicing in high school a lot. I was actually known as the magic boy. No one actually knew my name, which is why I stopped doing magic because Aww. yeah, people. Hey, magic kid, you know, do some tricks for us. I'm like, dance, monkey, dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know my name. <laughs> Go, I'm gonna do my own thing and become my own person instead of, you know, the kid who does magic tricks. So Fair enough. Now I'm Jordan. Tucker. Magic is in this year. Magic is in, but it, it was much more in a few years ago. Gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. So we're here at little old Shawnee. Well, not, I shouldn't say little, but Shawnee State Shawnee. College. Shawnee. For the Shawnee State Game Conference. Yo, this is bigger than I was expecting. I'm Me gonna be too. Honest. Yeah, this is bigger than uh, WVGDE. Uh, which I was not able to attend, unfortunately. And that's Kyle making noise if you hear that. There's only so much room. But yeah, this it's decently sized. I, I came a little late. You and I both came a yeah, little late. Yeah, we came a little late. Maybe because I live, you know, farther away from this place than you guys, I think. Do you live farther away from here uh, than... Two hours. Two hours? I was yeah. an hour and a half, so you live okay. farther away. Yeah. And Kyle's just over here looking, uh, he, looking he, dumb. He's just skipping a hop away. <laughs> Whatever, man. But uh, yeah, I was. I wish we could have had more people on here. There, people are a little, little yeah, we got, shy. We had a decent but amount of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. When when you come to these events, you you expect to see you know two ends of the spectrum with people here. You have the really energetic people who are really good at talking to people, and then you have some of the more uh, um, reserved people who are a little more awkward in social situations, yeah, little, which is totally understandable. Yeah. And we are more than happy to adapt to uh, that social situation. And it, it, we try to make it fun for everyone here. Exactly. We don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. No, no, not not, not at all. Uh, some people can wear all the hats. Some people can just wear one. I hate hats. My hair looks too good for hats. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, though. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> You're too cool for school. I try to be. I, I need a haircut, honestly. Um, so what are we talking about? What have we done today, Carrington? So I drove here. I got to experience uh, what everyone has been hearing and listening to for this little, little short thing that we've done oh edit it all together yeah, yeah, yeah it'll gotcha, be all edited yeah. together gotcha, okay. yeah i'm new here <laughs> um hi i'm neil yeah we've we played some <laughs> we've played some <laughs> i just got what you were talking yep <laughs> um we've played some interesting games you've played a lot more games than i have i've mostly been just hovering taking pictures uh got some banging shots jordan tyker jordan dot oh sh I, I should know my own Instagram account name Jordan dot Ty Curry on Instagram I believe let me double check there you go, there you go. Got yep this. Jordan dot Ty Curry there you cool. go um, taking some banging pictures today uh, do some great promos for the Real Dudes podcast and some other people around um, the convo we had that board some guys who made a board game uh, about impressive. dads making it's a deck building game a literal deck building game not a card deck. Yes. building like a wooden deck building uh, board game it's still in the concept phase so they still need to rough out a few edges but the game 
from what I understand, is extremely fun. It is fun. Um, Carrington played it. I did not. Uh, tell me about it, Carrington. So your two dads, you know, rival dads. Dad, okay. Explain. Dad is an acronym in this sense. What does it stand for? Deck. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. No, no, uh, I don't remember. Do you remember? I, I asked you because I don't remember. It's on Twitter. I, I, I follow uh, them on Twitter. Talk, I also follow them on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to keep talking so that way we don't have any dead space. Yes. Um, so Deck Assembly WVU Division. is losing to KSU right now. Se- oh, no, they're tied 7-7. Seven to seven. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Deck Assembly Division. Yes. yes. So there we dads. go. Rivaling dads. You are rivaling dads. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it going. <laughs> um, explain what you do. You, you build a deck and then you're trying to... Okay, get rid of your mechanics. other dad. Come on, Carrington. We're going into de- 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 know, details here. The deets. For the record, you light a gas grill and light your other enemies, uh, your other dads. On fire. On your in your imagination. I played. I played offensive, so I had the grill. And then there was a defensive deck, <laughs> um, where you can like. See, I didn't play the defensive deck, so I didn't. I can't speak for it. I only played the offensive deck. So there was a grill. You can set the other dad on fire. Um, you can go onto the lawn and pick up uh, things like rocks and lawn darts and shoot them at the other dad. And we should mention that the way these things are, uh, like the way they're represented, is through little wooden blocks. Yes. So like like an actual deck. Yes. And then the fact that they're trying to do like a computer version so they help you keep track of certain things. Yeah. Nice. Um, So they're still like ironing out a lot of the rules and things like that. But it was a lot of fun. You can really pick up and play. It took took us 15, 20 minutes. It looks a lot like two raveling Scrabble decks. Almost like Stratego, if you remember Stratego. I I love that. Stratego is a good board game. Um, Let's talk about some of the video games that we saw today. Uh, We talked to um, a very nice lady by the name of. Marissa? Marissa, thank yeah. you. I don't know. She made a uh, game called, wow, I should Bob know. Fest. Thank you. See, Carrington did a lot more talking to people than I did. I was just in the background holding a camera being that guy. She uh, was a lot of fun. But the game that she made was a lot of fun. She was the art developer, or art director. Art director. Director of that game. Her and, and Zach, and Zach is not here, unfortunately. He's in Cleveland area. Cleveland, nice. Yeah. Um, they developed a really fun game that she explained. It was sumo wrestling with bombs. I played it, Carrington played it, we both fought against each other. Loved it. I think it. you won once and I didn't win at all, if I remember correctly. I think you won at least once. I, I, no, you I won some rounds, but I never won full game. No, I, I did win one full game, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Because you were the policeman. No, no, the genius. The genius, yeah, best, best genius. Um, my Hero Academia, for everyone who, does, for everyone who doesn't know. Um, that game was a lot of fun, I enjoyed it. It's a, in a house setting, everyone is like a miniature character, like little toys, and you throw bombs at each other, and whoever is the... It's, King of the Hill, basically. Yes. Last person standing wins. Um, let's see what else did we play. Uh, uh, you played a... Uh, so this game, I, uh, 2041, which I liked a lot, because the, the kid literally designed the entire game from scratch. He didn't use by it himself? by himself. How old is he? Uh, I didn't ask his oh. age. <laughs> you said kid, so I assume I mean, he, he was is a kid. I mean, his parents are here. You, younger than me. He goes to college here. Okay. Um, yeah, everything was from scratch. He didn't use, like, Unity or Unreal or anything like that. He literally built it from scratch. Wow. Yeah, he said it is his uh, senior project, so he's about nice. to graduate, yeah. So I'm like, dude, that's impressive. Like, what, is it, what does it involve? Oh, so you like this. Imagine, did you, did you have a Game Boy camera? Yeah, I did. You remember that the I game? I it. You remember that game that was included with it where you, like, like a little ship and you, like, destroy ships, other no. ships? All right, there was a secret hidden game in it, and that's what you did. Okay. Um, and that's what it reminded me of. Um, a little bit. So you're just uh, you're a ship. There's other ships, and you just like spaceships. Th- yeah, spaceships, okay. and you're just destroying them as they come okay. on the screen. Interesting. 
So did he Very have, simple. Did he have like a camera set up for that, like a Kinect? No. No, 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 nothing like that. It, it was just I was just referencing that portion of oh, the game. Okay, gotcha. It wasn't like Game Boy camera, like gotcha. Because um, the Game Boy camera version, you make faces and then defeat the enemies. No, no, not not like that, but gotcha. just that type of game. Okay. Then like, like a asteroids or something like that. But instead of asteroids, it, it was ships. Speaking of asteroids, we talked to a young man by the name of Dalton. Yes. And he had created a game called Help. What is it called? What was it called? Help, 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 help. I'm thinking. Man, I'm bad at my job. I can't remember. My job. I'm just here. I can't remember. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, what's the game called? Uh, I need to. Uh, Kyle, I would edit have to, this out. Please. I would have to look it up. If you don't edit this out, I know you won't. You haven't listened back to this episode. I would have to look it up because. Um, Oh my word. Beyond Critical. What's it? Beyond Critical. Beyond Critical. Thank you. I was trying to think, well, the name I was thinking of was the uh, original Alpha title. Um, and then they changed it later in development. So the concept of this is not to become, the goal is to die, basically. Yes. But you're not playing a human character. You're playing right. a, an energy source. And the goal is to grow so big that you explode. The way you do this is by staying in one location near a black hole and sucking in as much energy as you can. And you can either continue to use this energy. No, it's not Mystic Labyrinth. No, that's not Mystic Labyrinth. Sorry, Kyle's being dumb over my shoulder. I don't know what he, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> the, where was I? Oh, so you either conserve that matter to try to win or you get bumped out by, or you try to bump out the other player by using the same energy. So it's a matter of balancing, conserving the energy and releasing it to uh, bump the other player, basically. Kind of like a bumper car uh, concept. Yes. A lot of fun. Carrington and I picked it up, and Dalton wasn't around at first, so we had to try to figure it out by ourselves. So we took some time to figure out how the mechanics worked, but after a while we figured out you know, what we were supposed to be doing. We get uh, special moves that we could use, the trigger buttons. And then Dalton came around and he explained a few more things to us. He was super nice, um, and he was uh, explaining to us how long it took for him to develop the game. Um, and the, the concept behind it is very similar to Asteroid, um, as far as the top-down scale from it. Yes. I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm sure you did too. We yes. both had a bunch of fun. I think I won more than you, but who's counting anyway? <laughs> Um, and you played you played a couple other games. But yeah, here. so I've also played Goblin Tower Frenzy, mm -hmm. which I liked a lot. It was a tower defense game. I love so, tower defense games. Oh, so do I. I enjoy them very much. And this one was you're like in this helicopter, and you know you set up your your normal towers like you sure. would, but instead of just when you initiate the the wave, instead of just sitting there and watching everything play out, you do interact. So you can tell the like your towers how you want them to attack. Okay. So if you want to do like first. Thing they see, they will attack that oh, one. Closest, like first come, closest, farthest, farthest back, uh, yeah. strongest one, mm -hmm. anything like that. So, and then oh, like a balloon tower defense. Yeah, and then you can upgrade the towers on the spot if you want to. And then mm -hmm. there's also these rocks. You can pick up the rocks and manipulate the path if you want to, or you can smash the goblins as well. Interesting. So early on, what I ended up doing is it a first person or a third person? It's third person. Okay. Um, so what I ended up doing was taking the rocks and defeating like the more powerful goblins first, Smart. since my my towers were were weak. Yeah. And then um, there was, it's just a demo right now, so there was only six waves, in the, um, but it was, it was a lot of fun with what they had there. They, Sounds awesome. They said they're shooting. I was hoping we could get them over here, but um, haven't I seen them yet. Haven't seen them yet. Mm -hmm. um, it's only been in development since the summer of this year, so about, oh, wow, that was so quick. just a couple months. Nice. Yeah. 
and then they are hoping for a spring release um, on Steam. Um, they want to get it done on Switch as well, but right now it's only Steam that they're going to be shooting for at the moment. Nice, that's awesome. I saw you, uh, the first game that we had gone up to called Space Log. Tell us about that one. That one was very interesting. I hope, I, it, I mean, it was very rough right now, yeah. only because it's very early in development, but um, it was basically like a space exploration slash management. Kind of like uh, uh, inventory Star, management. Star Trek-ish. Yeah. It, 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 that environment. Yes. But you're going around and managing a bunch of stuff on said ship. Yeah. So, yeah, the, and only the inventory management side of things was working and at a very, very basic level, but okay. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know how what more I can talk what, what more I can say about it, only because the of, design was really nice. Yes, the art was was fantastic. It had a very like almost Tron like. It was Tronish, yeah. I was everything was like blurry and not blurry, but like bright and colorful. Yes, with that blue aesthetic. A little bit, not 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 polygonal, but it had those arcadish edges elements if, was, uh, if, when you look closer to the console. Yeah, I was gonna say like Minecraft, but smoother. Yeah, Minecraft is smoother. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm um, trying to think of what else. Oh, we got a, uh, uh, a platformer that we had played over here. I did you play that? I, I, did did not play play, that? I did not play the platformer. Tower of Turmoil. Yeah, we you had we him on here, which was good. Um, I also talked to a couple of seniors who had a capstone project going on here where it was a puzzle game dealt with like lighting and shadows and stuff. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked that a lot. It was very basic. I was like... Uh, you know, I love coming to these because they're like, we're looking for feedback. And I'm like, this is the only feedback I got for you guys. And the only feedback I had for them was a tutorial. Okay. Because it, it just starts. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I'm yeah, doing. Exactly. And I, I don't know what puzzles I'm solving. But they were kind enough to, like, explain. It's the difficult not holding your hand kind of gameplay. Yeah. Instead of Legend of Zelda not holding your hand kind of gameplay. Right. And I'm like, because, uh, I mean, Nintendo's really good at, like, not having a tutorial, but having a really good way of... Guiding it, yeah. Game, yeah. And I, with this, I like I didn't. I I know lights and shadows, but what am I solving? Right. What, how do I progress? And they, they were kind enough to like we're working on it, but this is how you do. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else uh, we went through today. I didn't do too much. I took a bunch of pictures. Um, yeah, I don't. A bunch of Smash tournaments going on right now. We got a League of Legends thing going on in the background. That's I think. trying to get Ronnie other figuring out the kinks. technical difficulties. Um, I, other than that, I didn't play anything else, but there's a lot more stuff here. Oh, yeah. A lot of, lot of young developers trying to get their games out there. And a lot of really... Uh, talented people. Talented people that have potential. That's what we're looking yes. for. Potential. Yes, and I, that's what's encouraging. Even when we went to... Well, last year when I went to West Virginia Game Developers Expo, which I didn't go to this year, unfortunately, but I'm sure this, it was the same this year, where you see a lot of just people i'm like people need to know about this yeah. stuff which is why we i love doing the show and this podcast because it's like i get to see these things and experience them and tell everyone that's listening out there tell them all about it it's making friends marketing but it, it, okay marketing but in the friendly way yeah <laughs> strictly marketing nothing else yeah the, support boys support boys, boys. Support boys. <laughs> amongst other people okay um i think we should wrap this up because uh we need to get start packing up before the place shuts down so, so jordan what you should like you know promote yourself i was already promoting myself at the beginning of the thing so you can follow me at jordan dot on instagram that's where i'm most active right now mixer has been on and off recently especially with uh, my schedule i actually got a part-time job working in a window replacement company which oh, has been replacement. a lot of fun replacement have you broken yeah. any windows yet 
I have come close. Oh, I have not. Okay, I'm, good, I'm good, more good. careful after working uh, at a bunch of other jobs where I have broken things. So okay, fair that enough. experience has been really helpful. Um, I've been looking for other jobs as far as, you know, be being a freelance photographer, picking up jobs on the side, doing right. senior portraits, other stuff like that. Been a lot of fun. Making you look cool good, people. you know. Yeah, making you look good. I do that for free, though. Thank or you, you do that for free. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about it. That's about all I have going on right now. All right. I, uh... That's all I got, unless I don't feel like ranting right now because no, you know, the, like the whole either. Sonic and Pokemon thing. Well, we can talk about we can boiling. talk about that. We can talk about. Uh, okay, I think we have opposing views on the Sonic thing, but we can talk about that later. We have opposing views. I think you because you're angry about it, aren't you? Yes. I'm not. No, I'm angry that the internet was angry originally. They should have been. The original design. Okay, we're not going. We're not going to get into this right now. Later. <laughs> But I'm not like you. Uh, I forget the, the words for that part. 